You are listening to Seize the Day with Natalie Millisnell. During these podcasts, we'll be exploring all of the different opportunities that we get to seize the day on a daily basis and what tools and what changes we can make in order to grab those goals. Are you ready to make change? Podcast lovers, hello, hello, hello. How are you? Welcome to Seize the Day, show six, can you believe? When did that happen? Wow, uh, this is absolutely incredible. Uh, So today I'm looking out the window and it is a gruesome day in London. Crikey, it is chucking it down. And I've got the glorious task of uh, taking my son to rugby in an hour. (laughs) Oh, the dedication of a mum. Anyway, on to today's show. Slightly different today. You'll get to hear a fantastic interview I held with Sheena, founder of The Lesbian Talk Show and The Lesbian Review. One of the things that I wanted to do with these podcasts when I first started out and the inspiration behind Seize the Day was to talk through all of the different opportunities that we get presented on a a daily basis and, and explore the tools that we could use in order to seize those opportunities. Working within that concept, the idea of being able to speak to inspiring individuals and leaders in the world who have seized the day, who have taken advantage of their opportunities. And in some cases, through very challenging scenarios and circumstances. That's what this show is all about. So I'm really thrilled to be able to share with you this conversation I had with Sheena. It's truly gorgeous. I may or may not get quite excited throughout the whole thing. It is glorious. I really hope you enjoy it and have a fantastic day. Hey podcasters, we are in for a real treat. Joining me today is the one and only founder of The Lesbian Review and The Lesbian Talk Show, fondly labelled by Tara Scott as the fearless leader. Put your hands together for Sheena. Thanks, Natalie. I like the um, Zena-esque ululation I got. <laughs> hey, look, listen, I wanted to pronounce your surname, but I'm sure I get it wrong. What is it? Lemos? Lemoms? Lemos? It's Lemos Eberson. So that's my married surname. And Eberson is, Eberson is my... Well, that's a whole other thing, actually. It's not my birth surname. It's my family surname. And when I was 21, I could legally change it to my family surname because it was my father's surname. Anyway, so my naming is a whole thing for me. But but Limos is 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 my wife's surname. So we when we got married, we have I have more surnames than names. So I love it. It's <laughs> lovely. But anyway, Sheena, thank you so much. I'm so excited to have you on the show. We had a bit of a chat just now, and I wanted to do this podcast after I saw your post on your Facebook wall. Um, wanted to inspire women and talk to as well and bring on the show wonderful leaders and women who have started potentially from um, a a point of challenge that have changed their life that have turned things around positive to negative to positive and inspiring women who have you know made a success of their lives and I look at you and I see that Um, I think what you've done with the journey on the TLR and the talk show is fantastic so I wanted to get you on so we could talk through that journey um, and learn a bit about you and and how you got to this position what you did um, and and maybe what you did before the, the talk show as well to get to this point now. Okay, well, let me start back in the day. So when I was 19, I discovered lesbian fiction. And before lesbian fiction, I was uh, filled with self-hatred. I did not want to be gay. 
I thought the feelings that I was having about my sexuality was different to what everybody else was feeling. It felt foreign. I had no way of knowing that actually it's very normal. I'm not some weird freak. And when I discovered lesbian fiction, it really just changed my life. And so lesbian fiction has been quite a big part of my life since then. And a couple of years ago, I was working for a magazine. I was the editor of the magazine and the whole magazine closed, the company closed. And it was my family's business. And my entire family suddenly didn't have work. It was Wowzers. devastating. My wife and I, we met at the company. Um, she actually started working there a year before I did. And neither of us had a job suddenly. Wow. And now in South Africa, things are very different to the first world. Yeah. We don't, we don't have unemployment really to speak of. We don't have social infrastructure that supports us. We had nothing. We had to dip into our bond to survive, right? right? So suddenly we just went from something to nothing. And I was like, okay, let's look at this as an opportunity. Because I'm always kind of like that. We can be at our worst moments and I'll go, what's the positive of this? How do we get from here to where we actually want to be? And so we started like a whole range of different businesses. At one point we were transporting kids. At another point we were building websites for people. We just did everything and anything we could to make some money. And along the journey, I was feeling kind of miserable because I couldn't buy lesbian fiction the way I had before. And I was saying to my wife, like, it's so difficult to find good lesbian fiction. So she said to me, well, why don't you just blog about the ones that you like? And I was like, actually, that's a really good idea. Because then at least I can share with other women who are feeling the same way as me that, you know, there are good books out there and this is them. So I did. I started a blog. And a couple of months into the blog, uh, and when I started the blog, my wife said to me, monetize it. There's this thing called Amazon Affiliates. And if we get a bit of extra money from it, that's great. If people, you know, trust your recommendations and buy the books. And I was like, oh, okay, that's cool. And so I did. Every review had a link to Amazon, which um, <laughs> which caused me a lot of trouble in the end because <laughs> I want to come back to this actually because yeah I've got a question <laughs> for you on it yeah. <laughs> WordPress shut down my blog because they were like you have too many links, <laughs> like what's going on? No you're, way. you're spamming. <laughs> they did. They shut down my blog. I was like, this is ridiculous. I I got so angry with them. I was like, you cannot, you cannot stop me. You cannot. And so I built a website. I was like, screw you. Built a website. It was the best thing that ever happened to the site because blogs don't SEO as well as websites. And so Google doesn't actually find, if you've ever Googled something, you know that very rarely is there a blog entry that comes up in that. Mm -hmm. And that's because Google doesn't like blogs that much. Ah, okay. But websites, websites Google likes. And so this was the best thing that ever happened to me because this meant I could suddenly go from this nothing to what I have now. Okay, so it seems like I'm super successful, and I am in many respects. I have quite a big following. I've got a massive audience in comparison to anybody else who does what I do. I am arguably the biggest site doing what I do in the sector. That's fabulous. 
I'm still not actually making any real money off of this. <laughs> well, do you know, listen, I've got that written down here and I didn't know how much you would you would mind talking about it. But yeah, d- doing this kind of thing. And again, the whole Seize the Day episode, particularly when you're starting out and you're going from, um, wow, that's an incredible journey and story and bless you for sharing it. When you're going from something like that to this, where actually you're, you're benefiting a lot of other people because the, what you're delivering to the wider community is incredible. But how do you make money? <laughs> okay, so I don't really. Um, very recently, my it's been costing me pretty much the right. whole time to do what I do, okay. right? But it's such a burning passion in me. I actually just can't stop. Yeah. It's this crazy thing. My wife just rolls her eyes at me sometimes. <laughs> you want to spend more money on the stuff that you're doing. <laughs> Since... Since then, she's gotten a job. So she pretty much supports me. Okay. okay. So so I do some other stuff on the side. Like I build websites for people and that kind of thing every now and then to get some extra income. But the way I'm making money now off of the site is is through the Amazon affiliates. Still not a lot. I mean, it's still it pretty much pays for the hosting now, which is good because my site has grown to a point where I need special hosting to just deal with the volume of people I'm, I'm getting to the yeah. site every day. But... I have a Patreon account, which is steadily growing. I am now just pointing yeah. to my cup. And, <laughs> and people like you are are keeping me alive. Let's just say that. So my Patreon account is not huge at the moment. But to be fair, I didn't start it that long ago. And I'm so touched and overwhelmed with the, the generosity of folks. I can't even tell you. So ideally, I'd like to get to a point where through all the various channels it can support me and tomorrow but we'll take it one step at a time so for now my success rests on the fact that i'm making a difference in the world Mm -hmm. and i'm able to kind of you know take my wife out to dinner every now and then oh sheena i love that yeah that (laughs) is just amazing and fair play to you for doing it as well and anyone who's listening who hasn't signed up for the the patreon site and if you are using sheena's website i think it's something incredible to you know to get behind and support and you can do it from quite small amounts if i'm right yeah from a from a dollar a month and it's just uh, i'm super grateful i am because you know, it's funny, when you're an author, you sell books and you get uh, anywhere from 70% to 35%, depending on which, mm-hmm. you know, tier you're on on Amazon or that kind of thing, per book you sell. I get like five cents for every book we sell. <laughs> okay, so <laughs> I, <laughs> I sell oh, a couple crazy. hundred, but I'm getting like, you know, really small amounts of money. So, but having said that, it, it all adds up yeah. to at least I could support my my website now. I love that. I love <laughs> that. You're not losing money. Hey, I, my podcast. <laughs> yeah, at least you're not losing. Money. My podcast yesterday was all about kindness. So you know, I think yeah, if anyone who wants to get involved, they should do. Particularly with the kindness that you're putting out, and you know what you've been doing. Question for you, actually, which just occurred to me when you were talking mm. about the payments. Do you ever feel that you, um, you're you unable to support a particular author or talk about them and promote about them in any particular way because it feels like you might be, in terms of the payment thing, that it's too... Oh, what's the word? I'm, I've, I'm, words escape me. Uh, conflict of interest. That's what I was after. Um, okay, so I can see why it would seem like a conflict of interest, especially if, you know, I have a bunch of, of uh, reviewers who are authors mm-hmm. i have a bunch of podcasters who are authors and these are all amazing women that work with me for free i don't pay them a 
sent and they produce amazing content for me. Um, so I can see why, you know, I've even got patrons who are authors. I can see why you would ask this question, mm. but no, I, I don't see it as conflict of interest. I'm super straightforward down the line. Mm. If, if I don't like a book, regardless of whether somebody's a patron or not, I will not review the book. I'll tell them nicely. Yeah. The bigger brand, you need to understand my entire thing is about building trust with the reader yeah. or the listener or whoever's listening to me. So if I recommend a book that's terrible, all it's going to do is hurt me in the longer term. So there's no point in not being upfront and honest. Mm-hmm. I totally agree. And if, I don't think there's a conflict either, but it just occurred to me, anyone that might think it, I'm, I'm pleased you settled that. <laughs> Talk about, so how many reviewers have you got now? Oh man, hang on, I'll tell you now. Um, 10, there's 10 of us now. 10, wow. And you got your first five-star reviewer um, oh, the other day. Is that right? Yes, yes. How does that work? Um, Requiem for Immortals got its first, is the first book in the history of the Lesbian Review that got five favorites badges. Ah, that's all. We've had four before, we've had three before, we've never had five. That, that is That means awesome. five reviewers have added it to their favorites list. That is groundbreaking stuff. <laughs> I mean, it helped. <laughs> you and I are both smiling here because we both adore this book. <laughs> so, I oh, love it. It's awesome though. <laughs> And I also feel particularly chuffed, and, and this is the thing about me, and I think why I am able to do what I do is because I'm a little bit arrogant. <laughs> so, <laughs> I truly believe... Hey, you're South African, though. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I can generally s- arrogant. I can... <laughs> <laughs> I can say that confidently because we... my wife's South African and my extended Wait, family oh, who are oh, awesome. South Africans... Are we generally arrogant? No, no. Do you know what? It's not arrogance. It's it's um it's very direct and very confident sometimes in the approach. Don't mean yeah, it's good. No, no, it's but, really good. But that okay, but that's not okay. So I think I'm a little bit arrogant, which is why I think people should just believe me when I say a book is good. <laughs> okay, and that's that's why TLR works is because I'm so confident yeah. when I say that this book is good. You right? know, you're right. So, so exactly. I know I'm right. So when people disagree with me, I'm like, oh, well, you're okay. It's okay. You're entitled to your opinion, but I know I'm right. <laughs> and you'll come back to me. But on that point, I, we're both right. When five review stars, or sorry, I'm getting it wrong, but it's right. Requiem for Immortals five... is incredible for anyone who's not read it. And the thing is, what's even more amazing about this book is that it is a thriller. Yeah. And it's it's got a side story of romance, but predominantly it is a thriller and it is... The most incredible book. And I actually bumped my number one book off of its top spot. Uh, my number one all-time lesbian fiction book off of its top spot and took its place. And that's why I'm particularly chuffed with this. Because, see, I called it. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Now, I'm thinking to myself, let me ring this back to seize the day moments. And actually, some folk who are listening to this who might not even be aware of the Lesbian Review or that lesfic is even a category in terms of um, in terms of you know, books and fiction and whatnot. Certainly, I got my mum to read a, a lesfic book recently uh, in one of Lee Winters, actually, The Red Files. She loved it. And for those who haven't engaged or even have never wouldn't have thought to read a lesfic book, I know Sheena's very passionate about this. The characters and the fact that they're two women leading is incidental. And the fact that my mum likes a book and my mum is super 
not fussy she knows what she likes and she loves good reading material and she thought it was exceptional I would encourage everybody and anybody to to pick up a, um, a lesbian book and give it a read and get them more mainstream absolutely I actually have a theory that lesbian fiction is out doing mainstream in terms of the quality we're producing uh in ratio to like excellent quality to terrible quality, you're more likely now to pick up an excellent quality book, especially if you come to TLR and check out what we're doing, because we have very strict standards. So I think that the crossover potential is huge for for lesbian fiction to go mainstream, because it's just yeah. such excellent, excellent things coming out of it now. Yeah, no, I would agree. And, well, and I love what you've done. This is really awesome, really incredible, Sheena. And I've thoroughly enjoyed this, actually, <laughs> a lot. Um, how you've changed or changed your life, how you turned a real negative into a positive, you know, made huge success, uh, delivering wonderful things to a wider community. So the level of kindness and what you're putting out there is awesome. Uh, and I, it sounds like you're getting a lot out of it as well uh, and still getting to go out for dinner, which is great. <laughs> I'm really pleased about that. <laughs> Okay, right, so I'm going to ask you some random and interesting questions. Do you remember when mm -hmm. uh, emails started to become, you know, a really big deal and they would always send out these random emails with answer these questions, you know, black or white, you know, five to ten or, you know, purple or pink, all of that kind of stuff. Right, okay, so we're going to do that now. <laughs> that's, so that's basically just moved across to Facebook now. <laughs> it really has, yeah. <laughs> so for just some random stuff for you. Okay, so um, what are you, tea okay. or coffee? Coffee, Ugh, always. Oh, yeah, I'm with you. I have one now. Wine or beer? <laughs> Neither. I actually oh, really? don't drink alcohol. Oh, okay. Fair enough. Don't like the taste. Oh, really? Okay. Love <laughs> it. <laughs> this is an easy one. Uh, so, oh, no, actually, spring or autumn? Spring. Yeah. I don't like autumn at all. I cannot stand autumn. Don't like dying things. <laughs> no, I'm a starter of things. So, okay, I like that, yeah. <laughs> I went Good. The beginning. beginning. And know? in fact, you're going into spring now, aren't you? Ah, mm -hmm. oh, oh, very beautiful. jealous. It's beautiful here though as well. We've got autumn and it is stunning, I must say. Um, this is a tough one. Favourite book? Do you have one? Requiem for Immortals. Ah, go on. We've mentioned it already. <laughs> um, oh, and I didn't ask you earlier. Are, are you writing? Are you are you starting? Do you want to write? Do you write material? I, I have written. Um, I've actually written for years and years and years, uh, which is how I ended up in the magazine world we're we're a writing family my granddad actually is a published author of thrillers we're a writing and reading family um and i've i've done nano like four times now i've got like four novels under my belt but no i don't actually want to publish them okay well that's but you enjoy doing it <laughs> is it therapeutic it's um i just like the journey it's the strange thing it's just sometimes I like to do things that are completely out of my realm just because I can. You can. I like that. That's good. Different. Expand <laughs> your mind in a different way. I like that. Um, finally, what would you say to anybody who is wanting to start out on their own, perhaps doesn't have the confidence to do it? What kind of things should they do or think about or in order to seize the day and, and do what they want to do? You can think about it. <laughs> just throwing it in. I think... What people need to do is go after something they're passionate about. And I say that, and I know it's not easy, because for years and years, I was trying to think of a business I could start that I was passionate about. Lesbian fiction didn't even occur to me. It just kind of happened to me. 
But when I saw the impact it was having, I grabbed it with both hands and just held on tight. Yeah. Podcasts were kind of a spin-off of that. I was like, we need to... I'm making an impact, but only to a certain sector. I want to make an impact to the audio sector as well. So so my whole thing about seizing the day is if you see an opportunity, take it. If you want to do something that you're passionate about, do it. Even if you think nobody's passionate about it, I'm guaranteeing you, if you like a particular kind of fishing hook and you want to talk about that, there are people out there who would be interested in your ideas around this fishing hook. I like that. You're right. Uh, you really are. And, and people do enjoy it. Yeah. And can inspire somebody to do something as well, which is fabulous. Well, this is true. You know, yeah. let's make the world a better place one thing at a time. time. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, thanks, Sheena. Where can everybody find you if they don't already know? Well, you can go to the lesbianreview.com. That's the, the website we've been talking about, that's TLR. That's where we find all our book, music, and movie reviews. And we only review stuff we like, so you can be guaranteed to find something interesting there. You can find all the podcasts on the lesbiantalkshow.com. That's where you're listening to us right now. And we're on Stitcher, iTunes, and Podbean. And uh, do you ha- are you on Twitter? I'm on Twitter, but I'm primarily on Twitter under the Lesbian Review and the Lesbian Talk Show. Okay, awesome. Thank you so much, Sheena. You are a legend. Thanks for having me, Natalie. And it's, it's such an honor to be your very first guest. Oh, yes. Woo. Milestone achieved. Tick. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks, Sheena. Take care. Bye. Cheers. You have been listening to Seize the Day with Natalie Miller-Snell. All contact information can be found in the show notes, together with any links to websites I may have referred to in the show. If you've enjoyed this podcast, please pop over to seizethedashday.com where you'll find my other shows. And come and talk to me at Twitter or email me on nataliemillersnell at gmail.com. Thank you, thank you, thank you.